0: Flying Bull Productions presents Laugh! Literature and Film Broadcasting live from Flying Bull Production Studios, it's Laugh, episode 49, a wee laugh for the June 12th weekend. I am Mr. Two Frames and I'm joined in Flying Bull Production Studios by the L-Train. How are you, sir? I'm pretty good. You excited? Yeah. Summer starts officially this weekend. Possibly the biggest weekend of the year for me.
1: You must be getting pretty excited.
0: There is so much good stuff this weekend for us to talk about and film and lit and yeah. all sorts of stuff. Um, I guess the biggest thing is Jurassic World opening this weekend. Uh, this is the sequel to Jurassic Park 1, 2, and 3, though I believe they're uh, tossing out 2 and 3. They're not paying any attention to those films. Oh.
1: Like, like, I, like I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I didn't even see 3, so I completely tossed it out. You didn't miss much.
0: Um, this is 22 years in the future after the events of Jurassic Park. Um, There is now a.
1: Hold on a minute. Jurassic Park was in. Was contemporary or was that in the future too?
0: Uh, No, I think it was supposed to be like a modern day, 1993. So they're pretending it is 22 years later.
1: So it's 22 years from 1993? Yeah. So it's 2015. Yeah. So it's not 22 years in the future, it's now.
0: 22 years after the events of Jurassic
1: Park. Oh, okay. But Jurassic Park was set in 1993. It was set contemporary with the time.
0: I believe so. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Why is this so hard?
1: Because I'm trying to figure. Is 22 years in the future is after
0: the singularity. Right. Th- I'm th- there's to more math it. to come. Whew. All right. All right. 22 years after Jurassic Park. T- 2050. We are now 10 years into the actual opening of Jurassic Park, the amusement park. So the park <laughs> itself is finally fully operational, and it has been for 10 years.
1: It wasn't before in the original movie?
0: No, they were getting ready to yeah, okay. open it, possibly sometime in the future. Okay. Um, visitor rates are declining. In order <laughs> to fulfill a corporate mandate, a new attraction is created to re-spark visitors' interest, which, of course, backfires horribly. Wow. This is starring Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard.
1: So they've had 10 years of backfire-free yeah. visitation to their park?
0: They have been the number one attraction, but now everyone's like, ah, dinosaurs.
1: Man, that's boring.
0: Yeah, we don't need to see any dinosaurs now. (laughs) Let's go see that Florida mouse.
1: I bet you that kind of would happen, though. General apathy would set in. No. (laughs) It would be just like a zoo. Nobody goes to the zoo anymore. Do you go to the zoo? When was the last Uh, time you went to the zoo? uh,
0: 2001.
1: (laughs) 16 years ago, see? 15, well, again, math.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, I've gone to the circus, I've seen animals in other
1: well, ways. The, the thing that, it, that Jurassic World would have going for it is the, the built-in little kid uh, obsession with dinosaurs.
0: Yeah, I would think families going to the park and seeing these dinosaurs. And
1: but they're I, also obsessed with cowboys and Indians, and you saw what happened to Westworld.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm very excited. Um, apparently Spielberg has been very heavily involved in this film, even though he's not directing. Instead, we're getting director Cov- or Colin Tuverall, uh from the movie Safety Not Guaranteed. This is only a second feature film.
1: I didn't see that Safety Not Guaranteed. Did you see it?
0: Haven't seen it yet. I heard decent things about it. Yeah, for
1: heard here and there.
0: Um, I wonder how much this guy is actually directing the film and how much it really is Spielberg.
1: That's a scary thing if, if Spielberg is, is just an avatar for the entire pro, uh, production studio.
0: Well, I mean, there have been rumors in the past about movies that Spielberg produced that he was actually the director on set, uh, most famously Poltergeist.
1: The original? Yeah, the original okay.
0: Poltergeist. Um, he supposedly did a lot of the actual day-to-day directing of that film um because supposedly the theater had told or the movie studios had told him he couldn't work on another film until after ET had come out and he couldn't wait
1: but is this like Spielberg being incognito director cuz he doesn't really want to associate himself with it like as the director or
0: i i have no idea it, right. it intrigues me um i know they had wanted to get Stan Winston in his effects studio to work uh-huh. on it doing all the animatronics unfortunately In all the years they waited to do this fourth film, Stan Winston died. Hmm. So instead we're getting legacy effects doing all of the work on it. And I looked it up. You know what their most famous movie is? Mm. Pacific Rim. Ah, nice. And I thought they did some good character work on that.
1: The the problems that I had with Pacific Rim dealt with the fact that it was so dark. It's hard to see the characters. They played it mostly Hmm. at night or in rain and stuff seems like the trailers have done away with some of those issues.
0: But I thought they did a great job of world-creating in that film. So it, mm-hmm. it makes me feel good about this film. Uh, I've watched all the trailers. I think the world looks amazing. Hmm. Um, have you seen the little gyrosphere vehicles so that you yeah. can roll around amongst the dinosaurs? I've seen the, enough of the trailers, yeah. I, I thought that was inventive and futuristic enough without being kind of silly.
1: I'd like to see it on a split screen with Jurassic Park and just see the side-by-side. And see whether or not, it, like how it matches up in terms of story, because it looks exactly like Jurassic Park to me,
0: and there is nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right. So I think next week we're going to review yeah, this yeah, film. I'll go see it. All right.
1: I'll. I me mean, drag me to it, I guess. Oh yeah. It'll be in the afternoon, though. I'm
0: seeing this early and often, and yeah, and often. I will probably I, how, how see this film twice. How you that you're
1: going to love it? it? How can you be convinced?
0: It's Jurassic. All right, I have to. You know what a fan I am of Jurassic. No, but
1: if the I like Star Wars, and if the if the Star Wars movie bombs, I'm not going to go see it twice. Yeah, I I can I can leave out hope that it will be horrible.
0: I'm hoping go watch this with you, enjoy it so much that I go back and watch it in 3D. Huh? Because I'm assuming you won't want to watch it in 3D. Right, right,
1: right, right. Well, you can go on your own and see 3D. I can go on my own and see it non 3D. Early or would you prefer to often. see it? Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All okay. right. So, so that's World. what's
0: opening in 3,500 theaters.
1: Have they already made a new plans for a uh, sequel? Yeah. They're, they're Jurassic not, Land?
0: They're not announcing anything. I think that's also why they retitled this film. Originally, it was going to be called Jurassic Park colon, Extinction. But uh, that doesn't lend well to future right. sequels. So, right. Jurassic World. Hmm. All right. Possibly, it could go off the rails in a sixth film and be called Jurassic Galaxy. That'd be awesome. Dinosaurs in space. Yeah, I
1: would love that. Jurassic World on the moon. Oh my god! And would like you, the dinosaurs are are wearing astronaut helmets.
0: The old nineteen fifties ones that are like, like big bubbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fishbowl all the way around.
1: Have you seen the the comics uh, T Rex trying? No, no, T Rex. It's just there's a series of one panel comics. And it's T-Rex trying to do a variety of things. T-Rex tried to brush his teeth.
0: Oh, with those tiny little arms. Yeah.
1: T-Rex tried to shake hands with another T-Rex. He's getting, like, <laughs> really frustrated. T-Rex trying to put on his socks. <laughs> it's good stuff. I have a feeling that that book is going to be better than Jurassic World, but we'll see.
0: Oh, nah, H- high hopes. High, high hopes. All right. Fair um, enough. If you're not into Jurassic World this weekend, what else could you go watch?
1: Well, you could go see a Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Have you heard about this?
0: That's the one with the ventriloquist <laughs> no, I
1: don't oh, know. Oh,
0: that's it. Lars and the real girl. Sorry.
1: Oh, no. So you're just going with girl in title? Yeah. No, this is the winner of the 2015 Sundance Grand Jury Prize and the Audience Award. Ooh. And it's the story of a kid who's an awkward high school senior whose mama forces him to spend time with a girl in his class. The uh, kid's name is Greg. He's played by Thomas Mann. He's the titular me. And then uh, R.J. Seiler Mm -hmm. is Earl. He's the titular Earl. And uh, Olivia Cook is Rachel. She's the titular the girl. And the thing that's uh, intriguing about me is I have no idea what this Earl guy is all about. Yeah,
0: the RJ guy hasn't been anything else.
1: He hasn't been in any other movies and they don't say anything about him. The only mention they have of him in all the marketing is in the title. But he's the second uh, person in the title. So I want to go to see what, what Earl's all about.
0: Well, you know what the hook is to this film. And the way they're going to start marketing it. Because it's only in, what, 16 theaters this weekend? It's going yeah, to it's, expand.
1: The, the hook is... Uh,
0: that it's, it's Fault in Our Stars, part two.
1: Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, the girl's dying of cancer, so that's in there. But I bet you it's a lot, a lot more thoughtful than that.
0: All right. You're giving Your Fault in weight. Our
1: Stars doesn't go to Sundance and win the Grand Jury Prize and the Audience Award. Movies like Whiplash do that.
0: Did Whiplash win?
1: No, movies like that.
0: <laughs> all right. I think Thomas Mann looks a lot like Ansel El- Elgert. The, I don't know who that the is. Main character, or the main actor from Fault in Our Stars.
1: Well, the only reason you're able to say that is because you saw Fault in Our Stars. And you're and the only one.
0: And it's from, no, Fox search <laughs> Of line, all
1: the people here, you're the only one who saw that movie.
0: Here's what I should do. When it comes out around us, I will take my wife. And I guarantee you, within 12 minutes, she turns me and says, We already saw this film.
1: Did In The Fault in Our Stars, did the kid was the kid forced by his mama to go do something he didn't want to do? And that thing was hang out with a dying no, girl?
0: No, no, completely different story. The girl is forced to go hang out with other kids. Oh, okay. And she befriends the boy.
1: Uh, This uh Thomas Mann guy is coming up in the Stanford Prisoner Experiment, which is another one of those movies I want to see. One of the Sundance type movies that I want to see. It's coming out on July 15th. We'll be talking more about that later. You've heard of the Stanford Prison Experiment
0: with the guards and the prisoners. Yeah,
1: yeah, they made two movies this year about it. This oh. is this is the fictional one. This is a fictional, well, not fictional but it's it's not documentary. It's 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 a, what, a docu-drama, docu-retelling or whatever.
0: Okay, cuz there are some fictional movies. There's the German film like Das this Experiment. One. <laughs> And then there's the experiment, the English language version, with Forrest Whitaker and Adrian Brody.
1: This is the Stanford Prison Experiment, and the guy, the psychologist that ran the experiment, is the technical advisor on the film. Oh, okay, yeah. Zimbar, Zimbrago or something like that. So anyway, yeah, me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Maybe I'll see two movies
0: this week. Very nice. Um, if we're staying home, you got any streaming pick?
1: Well, I got, I got an Amazon Prime pick of the week. But uh, I understand you also have a net pick. You're going to do a net net pick this week.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, the red box wasn't very good for it.
1: Well, my Amazon Prime pick of the week is uh, it's not really a movie, but it's a TV show. It's one of their TV series uh, pilots that they put out, so it's just one episode. But it's actually this is for Nicole C <laughs> to watch. And also, I think uh, I'd be interested to see what the voice of Uh, the podcast has to say about it, Claire L., Mm -hmm. because apparently she's listening out there as well. So, hi, Claire L., how you doing? (laughs) So, let me know what you think of this movie. Or, it's not even a movie. It's a TV show based on the New Yorker magazine. It's called The New Yorker. Very original. Yeah. It's about America's most award-winning magazine coming to life. It's uh, produced by Alex Gibney. He's the guy that did The Going Clear. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah documentary
0: the Scientology one that played a couple months ago on HBO right
1: the prison of belief and I'll see he also did one maya maya called Mea Maxa culpa about the Catholic Church anyway it's got <laughs> the thing that's interesting it, there's one part of it that's uh fictional it's one little segment and it's it's a conversation between God and the crazy guy on the corner wearing a football helmet and a diaper Mm-hmm. Who says, it's the end of the earth, it's the end of the earth. And he's standing on the corner and acting all crazy. And then, of course, no one pays attention to him. He goes over to the side of the building and God is sitting there. God's like, how'd you do today? <laughs> and they have a little conversation. The guy's like, you know, why can't I put on a suit or something? And God's like, "No, nah, no, nah, this is a good idea. Just believe me, just trust me. <laughs> it's kind of funny. And it also has, uh, have you ever heard of Marina Marina Abramovich.
0: Sounds familiar.
1: Performance artist, famous performance artist. All right, you ever see these kooky performance artists? Artists, you know their whole their whole oeuvre. Yeah. Yeah, they're crazy. So anyway, there's a segment on her being crazy, or you know, being a performance artist.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: mm-hmm. She's the one that one of her installations was her sitting for eight hours a day on in a chair. And people could come and sit across from her in another chair and just stare at her.
0: Huh. Yeah. What would you compare this New Yorker show to?
1: It's like 60 minutes kind of thing, only there's some of the fictional stuff. And the, the intercalary things that connect the chapters is you see an artist drawing the cartoons that would normally appear in the New Yorker. Oh, okay. It's kind of interesting to watch that development. It goes through her little process and sort of a time lapse. And then the the little segments... Or those those little cartoons are actually kind of funny. Some of them. Yeah. So anyway, that's for uh anyone that, that's interested in looking at Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime you get it free. So that's my Amazon Prime pick of the week.
0: What's the next I like it? Oh, on uh, Netflix, my net pick. And this yeah. is also for Nicole C. I'm sure she'll oh, be watching wow. this. All <laughs> right. Um, it's uh, the TV show Orange is the New Black. Season oh, three yeah. drops on this Friday.
1: Oh, yeah. She's a big fan of that.
0: Yeah. And this year, you get an extra 7% of episodes. They're going up to 14 from the normal Ooh. 13. Yeah. They're
1: still calling it Orange is the New Black?
0: Orange is still new. Huh. It's still the New Black. Th- yeah. It it's should be the- Orange
1: is the Old Black.
0: Yeah. The Continuing Adventures of Piper Chapman, played by Taylor Schilling. Uh, this is based on the novel Orange is the New Black, My Year in Women's Prison.
1: Hmm. All so, right.
0: Um, fantastic show. Great humor. Uh, not for the kids. Okay. Very much for the adults.
1: Yeah, this is probably, uh, my pick of the week probably not for the kids either, but.
0: Yeah, no, this is your typical, like, HBO yeah. um, fair, you know, with the language, nudity, violence. All that stuff, but it is great. If you are starting from season one, that's fine. You've got to give it at least two episodes. The first episode's a little slow. It's a lot of the setup to the women's prison. I don't
1: really like that, given the time to percolate stuff.
0: No, uh, well, the first episode, Piper is going to the prison. Right. Uh, Once she starts going to the world uh, and gets into the prison world, you, you see more and more of it. They do flashbacks pretty much every episode where they elaborate on some other prisoner's uh, mm-hmm. backstory. It's very similar to uh, Lost in that way. Mm-hmm. Season 2 builds on a lot more of the other characters' stories. The prison world gets a lot bigger, mm-hmm. and there's a vacuum of sorts that is opened up after Season 1. So there's a lot of pushing and shoving in Season 2. There are lots of power grabs. Uh-huh.
1: What is um, she in there for? What is? She, why is she in prison?
0: Uh, she was a drug mule.
1: Oh, uh, okay, so...
0: Sort yeah. of victimized. Lori the... from uh, that, that 70s show got her in trouble. They are lesb- or they were lesbian lovers.
1: Oh, so they're both in prison together? At times. Huh.
0: It is. It, it's one of the best friend shows I know. Uh, I think it's hilarious. I watched season one, told my wife, and she goes, we were supposed to watch that together. I said, all right, you have a week to watch season one, and then we can watch season two together. And she thought I wasn't giving her enough time to watch 13 one-hour episodes. Right. Three days later, she said, let's go. Wow. Season two, bring it. All right. So we are very Putting excited. the demands on your wife. Yeah. She's upset that we don't get to start watching it this weekend. I told her she has to wait for war, uh, my school year to be done on Tuesday. Oh. So we will probably start watching this on Wednesday.
1: Maybe she'll sneak some in.
0: Oh, she better not. That's not fair. <laughs> you can't do that. She doesn't have to tell you, though. She could just do it. I'll know. <laughs> okay. The guy always knows. All right. All right. So that's my uh, Netflix pick of the week. Your net pick. Yeah. So um, I guess we're both going to go see Jurassic World. Yeah, We're both super excited. I can hear Mm -hmm. it in your voice. We will be reviewing it uh, next week on episode uh, 52. Mm -hmm. So everyone should tune in and listen to that. Uh, If you get the chance, go watch Me and Earl and the Dying Girl.
1: Oh, also on that show, 52, Mm -hmm. you'll be reading your... uh
0: Yes, it does your, look your like names. I'm losing the bot's office challenge. Yeah. So, <laughs> so send the vid. Yeah, please yeah. send in your difficult to pronounce names right. or, for me, your very basic names <laughs> that I'll still manage right. to screw up.
1: <laughs> Robert Smith.
0: Yeah, I mean that's only as long as Jurassic World does more than negative thirteen million dollars yeah. this weekend. Well, we
1: already know it's going to do better than that because you and I are both going. Yeah. So it's going to get at least twelve bucks.
0: That's enough to put it over the top. Yeah. Um if you've got amazon you should stream episode one of the new yorker yep and if you're doing netflix i'm telling you go watch orange is the new black
1: all right well two tv shows and two movies
0: thank you for joining me in studios l train
1: all right well thank you
0: well uh this is mr two frame saying there be dragons
1: pox at bonum everybody
0: There we go. All right. Ooh, a little a little
1: loud. Yeah, I, I noticed there was a lot of distortion at the top of the uh,
0: Oh wait, this thing. At the top of the ship, huh? What's uh, wrong?
1: On the uh last show there's there seemed to be some distortion.
0: Even after I
1: Yeah, I think so. Alright. This I don't hear. Maybe I didn't hear it on the other one.
0: I don't know how great these head, or I don't know how great my
1: headphones are. I don't think mine are that great either. But these sound, I mean, this sounds good. This It just sounded worse on the radio.
0: That, that, that could seems, be my speaker, I don't know. That seems a little, not too bad.
1: That was a clean intro there.
0: I know. Attempt nope. one.
1: Normally we have to repeat those things several times.
0: I have no idea what we'll do for outtakes.
1: Should I try to mess it up?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm excited. Summer starting. Well,
1: week- this is a big week for you.